welcome to Tales from the Polycult, a podcast hosted by two former metas turned arch nemeses turned best friends. Oh my god, so that's, it's been so long. It's been so long. Where did we go? Indy. Where did we go, Indy? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I had to remind myself, oh yeah, we have a podcast we should probably do sometime. Oh, yeah, it's been... Life is just crazy. It's so bad. Oh, God. Yeah, all kinds of crazy in all different areas. Good, bad, ugly. Yes, it's not bad. It's not bad, bad. It's just a lot, I think, is how I'm going to go with it. Yeah, indeed. But we're back for the final episode of this year, and then we can set it on fire and... (laughs) start again next year next year will be even worse but we'll pretend like we have we're not gonna we're not gonna do that we're not doing that next year is going to be better there's no way i'm having a worse year this coming year than i did this year i lost my words for a second i think they were all the right so i think they went in the right order anyway but. Yeah, we're all good vibes. We're not putting the negative energy out there. Fair. Like, I'm just, <laughs> I get to this part of the year on my Facebook memories, and it's this year can die in a fire. Let's kick next year's butt. And it's been like that for six years. And I'm just like, oh, God. Yep. The fall of capitalism sucks. Yeah, that's a thing. But maybe we can all just move into the forest and be like, witches. Hey. I'm down. That's my plan already. Yeah. Anyways. Same. I'm going to become like a forest witch. And then once my kids are old enough, I'm going to go be a lighthouse island witch. And then once I'm done with life, I'm going to walk into the sea. That's my plan. That's fair. What's your retirement plan, Jay? I'm going to walk to the sea. Just from here, walk to the sea. Maybe. (laughs) But if I do my lighthouse island... Then it wouldn't take you very long. No, it would just be like, like every day would be like a Wesley from like Princess Bride, like probably kill you <laughs> tomorrow, like in every day for a few years. But yeah, so I don't know. That was that we've already like went like really downhill. So holidays, let's talk about those. Yes, we have them. Holiday time. Yeah, it's it. <laughs> Holidays are always very busy for me because I work with animals, so I don't really... I get five seconds for a holiday, and then I have to get back up. That's fair. That's fair. Because, yeah, like, when you work with, like, grooming or boarding, like, everybody's wanting to do that, like, over the holidays. Either we're traveling and someone watch our pets, or we have people coming over, so make our pets look like we don't neglect them for... 364 days of the year like exactly so that does affect things but i do try to get in the holiday spirit i'm trying real hard this year now that i have my own place yes because you moved yeah that's the other thing i did i moved just we're still not unpacked nowhere near it my we moved here six five six years ago I don't know. What is time? Was it really six years ago? 
I know that it's been okay. It might have been five because Banana is definitely older than five, and he was born in the old house. But we weren't there for that long after. Yeah. So I think it's like we all split up at the end of 2017. So that would have been when we moved because that's why I got this house. Yeah. Because I was like, dude left me. I was sad. And my friend went, would you like a house? And I said, maybe. I was real bitter about that, too. I was like, of course, of course. She goes and whines to her friend and gets a house. I did. I was very yeah, bitter about that. Because that was a, I know that's a thing that you had for a while is that your opinion was that I get whatever I want all the time. And I was like, yeah, literally, <laughs> my only defense is I'm not afraid to ask and I'm not afraid to be told no. So, and I don't publicize all the times I am told no. I'm just like, okay, that was a long shot, whatever. <laughs> to be totally fair, I was there. I knew that you guys needed the space yeah so i was in overall at my core i was happy that the family could have some elbow room a little bit (laughs) but then um just when it came to our relationship i was just like i could not have rolled my eyes harder. i think i strained my eyeball (laughs) but i am glad that you guys have that because it's a pretty cool ideal setup for that kind of dynamic yeah what we got going on and i like it and part of me it feels like it was supposed to be the whole time right because it's this is a place that was part of our history because my best friend it's my best friend's family's house and like she lived here for a while and i i think that my first husband helped her paint this apartment honestly that i am now staying in i think i remember that and then it's like right down the street from my, it's right down the street from V and our history is so intertwined. And it's weird because our ex the, that ties us together, I kept trying to move him like, like into the area that was between mine and V's house. And like, it's become so obvious that, like, I was just trying to replace my relationship with me with our ex. And I think people accused me of that for a couple of times or whatever. And I was like, no, that's not, but maybe, but no. But, like, now that every I'm so far away from everything, I'm like, oh, that's absolutely what I was doing. Like, a thousand percent. And everything is just so much better now like that I'm I don't know it just feels like this is how everything was supposed to be I like I was supposed to be in this area like I have a lot of friends that are like around this area and then like he's like right there and I always wanted to move to this sort of this part of town and I don't know I'm just I'm happy with all that and it all feels very natural and very like it was supposed to be and a bunch of the last few years just feels like I was trying to fit almost the right size pieces into a puzzle, but it wasn't. It was like I was try- I was having to hammer them in, and it wasn't yeah. working. I I recognize that feeling. <laughs> Why are you? I'm getting a phone call. I'm just gonna be like, I'm gonna. We're gonna edit this out, but I'm gonna have to take this. Okay. Maybe not. Let's call her back. It's Cass because. 
It's supposed to freeze. Maybe I'll just put this in here. Because who knows? Yes. Just get regular or can you get mm. Yes. That No, I meant like the the chocolate. Whenever you see holiday chocolate cookies that have the little white chocolate peppermint like chips in them. Like it's it would be near the chocolate chips if they have them. It would be like the peppermint not candy pieces. Like it would be like if you looked at yeah, if yeah, if you looked at a chocolate chip, but instead of being a chocolate chip, it looked like a peppermint kiss. Yeah, those. They're not chocolate kisses though. They're like the things you would put in cookies. Like if you were taking chocolate chips and you were putting them in cookies. Okay, maybe that'll work. I'll just like chop them into pieces, throw them in cookies. I don't know. All right. But they're at the store and it looks like everything is going to close down tomorrow. So I had four things on the list and they're like calling me to be like, they don't have this, but what about this? Oh, of course. It's a, it's going to be insane. Yeah, that's why I might have to stay at work tonight, unfortunately. And I'm not looking forward to that. But it is. Okay, so circling back. I don't know. So, holidays. Holidays. Yes. What are you doing for the holidays? I am mostly working, and I have a Christmas party at work to go to. Other than that, I didn't really have any plans, except for my partner will be coming over tomorrow night. Yeah. That's really it. I don't really do anything with family. I did hear from one grandparent. And they're doing their thing, which I won't be able to make. That's it. Not really doing anything else. Which is fine by me because I, it's been quite a month. Yeah. Yeah. I think we'll have to come back and visit that later because that's a whole lot. Of yeah. That's it is not what it is. relationship or poly related, just people related. Yeah. Just. It's just been busy. I didn't necessarily mean all of that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Everything is busy. Just everything. For real, though. I have a couple of holiday things. Like, we're going to Cass's family, which we usually do, because they're the only family that hasn't really disappointed us. They've been really great, even though they didn't really know what to think of us in the beginning. Like, they've adapted really well. I'm going to V's family's Christmas day thing. Which is going to be interesting. You've met them before, haven't you? I I have re-met them since. But it's been... The first time I met them was like New Year's Eve. Like 12 years ago or some shit. And yeah. It was... I only met them the one time. But they seemed to both remember me. When V told them that we were getting back together... They both seem to be like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. That one's nice. I was just like, that's good. They probably remember me because I'm, like, ridiculously young comparatively. But, you know. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, remember that time that you dated an almost literal child? Like, (laughs) no, I was 24. I wasn't a child. But. Yeah, I think my roommate's parents are surprised at 
how far apart we are in age because I went, I did go to their Christmas lunch the other day. You already had a Christmas lunch? We went to, oh, Charlie's. And her dad dressed as Santa Claus. Oh my God. Which my partner cannot let go of. That's a bit much to go to, oh, Charlie's before the week of Christmas as Santa Claus. That's a bit. That is my roommate's father. So. It is not really that surprising if you knew. But I went to that and her mom was like, so how old are you? I'm like, how, who the like, fuck asks women how old they are? Like She did because she's just curious because her daughter is only 23. Oh, no. And lives with this new person. And I was like, I'm 32. And she was like, oh, Thought you were like 26 and i was like no i am 32 <laughs> but that's nice though right yeah most people guess that i'm way younger than what i actually am i still get that and i'm excited but i feel like i'm in that last little bit where i'm like they're actually gonna start getting a lot closer and i was like oh my god but my okay so we were we released the cover of unholy which got quite a bit of attention and like my kids were actually really proud of it too which was really weird because having your kids singing along to unholy that you're doing in the car with you is a little weird and i had to be like i'm gonna disassociate a little bit just a teensy bit because this is a lot (laughs) but luckily i don't know but so we did that and my oldest was showing it to all of his friends and he's almost an adult and apparently I was already the MILF of little queer club that my, the other kids go to. But yeah. now my son's best friend's girlfriend is simping over me and she now follows me on Instagram. And I'm like, this is a really weird situation to be in. And I'm not trying to still know like teenage boy's girlfriend. So I don't know. You just stay way over there. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> my kid is sending, my kids send me these screenshots all the time of them talking to their friends. And, like, all their friends are like, yeah, your mom's hot. And I'm just like, I don't know what to, I don't, can you not, please? Don't, I feel like that's supposed to be a compliment. But. But also, y'all are children. <laughs> can you, but I'm, I'm in this area where it's like i'm i'm a performer slash entertainer and there is like a level of people being into me but they don't know me like they're into the idea of me and like they're into like what they see as me being Mm -hmm. the thing that i'm doing and Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine being actually famous, right? Because it's, like, already so weird that it's, like, people will come up to me and be, like, oh, my God, like, I listen to your stuff all the time. Or, like, and they'll act like they know me and I'm, like, hi. And then, like, the kids, like, the underage kids who are just, like, oh, my God, you're so beautiful, amazing, captivating, blah, 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 like, I love you. I'm, like, can you just step back a little bit? Because this is, <laughs> it feels very illegal, like, to be having this conversation right now. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's so funny, though. It's weird. Yeah. Because what do you do? Because, like, part of me is, part of me has to have an ego to be an entertainer, right? Because, so, like, part of me is, yeah, of course, like, mm-hmm. I'm amazing. And then part of me is, like, covering my eyes, being like, please don't talk to me. This is really weird. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, and it gets worse, right? It only gets worse from here because it just gets more awkward. And I'm, who? I already go out and feel like some people go out to de stress or dance or whatever. And like I go out mm-hmm. and I'm like, I feel like I have to work. And I'm like, yeah. And now, like, not even, okay, so this isn't weird. I might cut this out because I didn't manage to go, I didn't think we were going to go down this road. But while my sister, who is who has three kids now, was still in high school, she had friends that didn't believe that we were related because they knew of the band that I'm in. And she was like, yeah, that's my sister. And they were like, no. And it's just gotten worse. And like now I'm just like, I totally get why people who our performers start getting weirdly hermity because it's like you can't go out and not work anymore like every time you're out it's like you have to be on and you have to be really fucking nice to everybody like you can't have a bad day in public anymore because then it's like reason to turn against you because you're not perfect right it's funny that you're talking about this because i just started watching that harry and megan docuseries oh my god i haven't started it but i've just seen the first episode but they were showing that all of that and how he had to deal with the paparazzi of like a child yeah and then when diana died it all like all of that attention went on then even though it was straight up the paparazzi that basically killed diana and they ended up getting all the attention and like they literally couldn't do anything yeah they couldn't do anything without being followed and it's like these young boys yeah are being followed around by 30 people with cameras they can't do anything and then the little bit that he like goes out and has a good time and then he, like, makes headlines. It's, oh, he's a rebel child. He's awful. He's, like, hanging out with all these women. And it's, like, he can't do anything. Right. And, like, I was, like, watching this. And I was, like, first of all, how creepy is this? Because I'm watching it remembering when they were younger. Yeah. And how many people had the biggest thought that he was the most handsome and it's the same with William, too. William and Harry thought that they were, like, so dreamy when they were, like, children. And I remember grown people, grown women, commenting on these boys, like, zimping after these underage children. And because he's a prince and he's handsome and all this. And these children have to freaking deal with that. And I was just, like, thinking about it. And I was like... I don't think I could handle that. Like, I would lose it. I don't know. It's weird. But then that that also draws the paparazzi more because they, like, want you to react. So I was like, wow. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't. I can't. 
I'd always thought about how crazy it must be, but actually watching it in that context with them as children is like, yeah, uncomfy. Yeah, it's been like it's. It feels so weird to even because it's a thing that everybody wants, right? Everybody wants to be famous and everybody wants to be recognized and i'm not even claiming that i'm remotely anything worth paying attention to but already there's not an anonymity for me in the town that i live in like not a secured one right i'm not saying i get recognized everywhere that i go but there's Mm -hmm. a chance like, there's a chance that someone who knows who I am is going to be at any po- any place that I am. So, like, mm-hmm. I have to act like I can be recognized at any point. Like, that somebody will know who I am and be able to, like... And not that I'm, like, out there trying to do, like, shitty things or whatever. I'm, like, not out there creeping or whatever. But it's, like, I can't even have a bad day in public or whatever. I can't even just go out. Right. And I definitely can't go out and just straight up relax. And now that V and I have gotten back together and he's had... But, really publicize on and off career like he's been on the radio like he's been a radio announcer and he's been on the news and he has written like he's been published and stuff half the time when we go out like there's a 50 50 flip on if like he's gonna get recognized so it's it's right a lot of people go out to de-stress and it's I don't have that option anymore. And I think that's part of right. my thing with the holidays is I don't like like going out to dance or to party or to whatever because that was a thing that used to be fun and now it's like going to work. And yeah. so now I'm like a lot more hermited and then there's a bunch of things going on that are stressful one of my partners lost his job and that was really disruptive and then our oldest is going through chemo currently and that's also really stressful and it everything has just made me really hermity because I don't want to go out and I don't want to have to be happy and I don't want to have to talk to people about work and I don't want to have to be on but that just leaves me being at home and alone like a lot and it's made this holiday season be really hard like I don't want to be yeah I'm not very cheery because everything is just a lot and yeah even answering questions about what treatment is or like what the job search was like or whatever is I don't want to have that conversation like a hundred times So, like, we really didn't even really tell anybody a whole bunch of anything. Like, it was like we told total 12 people what what has been going on. And then I would go out randomly and tell people things one-on-one. Like, oh, my God, I had no idea. And I'm like, yeah, we haven't really been talking to anyone. It's like a lot. It's really stressful. Like, Yeah, I mean, I've had so much going on and so much has changed as well. It's just a lot and that's also part of why I'm trying to embrace the Christmas spirit a little bit this year because I actually have a good support system around me right now 
And this is also my first year that I'm trying to go no contact with people in my family that I didn't ever think I was going to go no contact with. Yeah. And it's also a situation of they have no idea because they've not really bothered to try to contact me for the holidays. Yeah. Which is only validating why I'm cutting from that. Right. So that's making it more difficult, but it's also like, I know the stress that it gives me in my life and I'm ready to have better more progress next year because I had a lot of progress this year. I was like, living in my car a year ago today and now I have my own apartment with a roommate that I have a good relationship with and really good things happening and you've had a really solid and secure relationship for a hot minute now yes it's been a year been so cute I've been so happy for you we're dumb and still up each other's butts that's great though so You deserve that. But that's the other thing is I'm also limited in Christmas time with them as well because they, with the way that their polydynamic function, they don't really share with extended family that they are poly. They have their own, they have their own family built and their own system. They've been married for a long time, so they don't share. So I, that's not really a part of Christmas that I get to really be a part of, which I'm, I've been fine with that. It's just a reality of it, but that's just something that I have had to, I haven't really had to try very hard to accept it because it's not been that hard for me, Yeah. but that's just how our polydynamic works. Definitely. As long as everybody's on the same page, right? That was never a thing that it seemed like anybody wanted anyway in that situation. So that's why it's not really a big deal. Like, I'm literally only going to V's family Christmas because I want to be a disruptive force because they have (laughs) a kind of not really healthy dynamic anyway because his father is very, a lot, very, (laughs) I thinks he knows best for everybody. And I just want to be an agent of chaos, really. Like, <laughs> and I will just want to be able to like interrupt any kind of conversation that might be unpleasant with right. just an outside perspective. Because I am comparatively very poor and I have a child going through chemo. So I feel like at any point I can be like, oh... That that sounds really stressful. What about this thing that is actually part of my life? Like, I appreciate your criticism and you thinking you know everything, but just FYI. My my life experience <laughs> counters that point. Would you like to tell me that I'm invalid? Like, Try that again. <laughs> and they might be moving. That's another part, right? Is they're thinking about moving to closer to one of their other children. And I'm like, if this is my last time to, to view holiday interactions in this family like i absolutely want to be there like 
<laughs> because I absolutely love people watching and absolutely love like analyzing family dynamics because I have the literal worst kind of family dynamics as do you I believe breaking out of dysfunctional families it is a process and it makes you I in my opinion it makes you completely fascinated with everyone else's family dynamics I really am <laughs> so it's like Vee's family is a lot and they're messed up in their own way. But a lot of it, I think, is misdirected concern. So a lot of the times right. that when he's complaining, I'm like, you could be disowned and your family could actively hate you. <laughs> so, like, you could have a child going through chemo who texts your mother and says, hey, I just wish you and my mom could get along because chemo sucks and she'd be like that's one side of the story you can call me if you want my side and peace good luck with yeah. life that, that whole thing me. still really pisses me <laughs> i had thought about it for a long time the other day and i was just like i was like i don't want to cause a scene but would it help and i'm just like i don't think right. so like they've made up their mind on B being the bad guy. And the thing is, right. I guess they think I'm putting the kids up to... Okay. They think I'm keeping the kids away from them, but also putting the kids up to message them for funsy. Yeah. Because they... Because what else better do you have to do than taunt your parents while your child's going through chemo? But they can't comprehend that my children have their own autonomy and that my children have their own phones and their own ability to contact them and they do when they want and then they right. are turned off by their reactions outside of any of my influence and decide themselves that there's nothing to pursue there right so because they can't comprehend that a child could have their own autonomy, they are blaming me for everything that is happening, even though I'm not involved. And that's been real fun. It's like having people be mad at me when I've literally not done anything at all. I was like, what am I even supposed to call and apologize for at this point? I wasn't even involved in this interaction. Yeah. I'm sorry that I gave my kids their own choice. I don't know. See, that's, that's the, the point, point where I'm grateful I, I don't have kids because I would absolutely not be a good example in that instance. I'm just grateful that you Bad things would be said. Yes, I am grateful I don't have kids. I'm, that's not where that was ending. I was going to say I'm grateful you don't have kids because the situation in which they probably would have happened would have not been great. I'm glad that you're not tied to a person that you need not be tied to for the next lifetime. Yes. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I love having... One thing that I've realized that being Polly that was a benefit that I didn't think about is that my kids have got... They've gotten a lot of examples of relationships, both that work and don't work. So. I think that if you're brought up in a monogamous relationship, you only have, like, your parents 
like relationship to model off of and then media and there's not a lot of other things to really learn from but since I've been poly and I've been very open about being poly and very like they've known the different relationships I've been in and they've seen other relationships of adults around them and we've been very age-appropriate honest about a lot of things they don't have idealized versions of relationships in their head right or like just absolutely train wreck versions of relationships if you're par- like because a lot of people who are from divorced families they just see their parents being a lot of train wrecks right but we've talked them through okay like relationships aren't necessarily good or bad they're very complex and they're very sometimes you really want them to work and they just can't and sometimes everybody does everything right it still doesn't work and sometimes one person does everything right and the other person has no interest in giving a shit and none of it is wrong per se it's just all complicated and so my kids are going through life getting examples like real life examples like in real time right like they're not just watching their parents be married for 30 years and everything being fine or like their mom not be able to find a suitable relationship and just being like her all the time or whatever like they're being like okay relationships are a lot of different things and it's basically just Weighing the pros and cons and whether or not you're being hurt more than you're being, than you're benefiting. Or sometimes people just change and no one's wrong, but like they just don't fit anymore. And so my kids are looking at relationships like that already with this doesn't have to look a certain way and it doesn't have to, and they don't. I don't feel like they have that. I need to find my person immediately so that, like, my life can begin or whatever. They're definitely looking for things that add to their life and not things that make their life, I think. I'm not entirely sure how I got on that tangent, but basically I was bringing up, like, I didn't expect my kids to start out their adult-ish life with such a mature outlook about trying to find a partner because I feel like we were all raised with it being like a kind of life or death right imperative right if I don't find a person then I'm gonna die alone or I'm unworthy of happiness or something and my kids are like it'll happen when it happens and how it happens right yeah, that's been kind of neat. Yeah, mine, I know my, for me, mine was mostly like trauma based and just trying to find a person to be there because I didn't have that in anybody. Yeah. So I was like, it was, it felt like a, it did feel like a life or I have to find that person that's just going to be there and I made choices. We all made choices. They were not the greatest. <laughs> I don't know how this is going to be a holiday episode because we could just keep coming back to just random, like, trauma bonding. 
But I um, guess that's what holidays are for a lot of people, right? It's just like you're being reminded of all of the toxic family values that you were fed, right? Probably not for everybody. I mean, I assume there's people out there with functional you know, families full of good holiday things. I don't know what those are. For me, I try to see the holidays as a time to be just as much reflective on those things as I am grateful for the positive people I have. Yeah. I just like, <laughs> because of who I am, I just view the holidays as what they are. Like the holidays are you throw a whole bunch of like festivals into the worst most depressing months of the year so that people don't want to kill themselves when there's yeah. Yeah, four hours of sunlight every day. It's, exactly. You just, you focus on... We're just hanging on. We're just hanging on. less seasonal depressing gets yeah. you. And if you look, you hang on, you're like, okay, Thanksgiving's coming. That's, we're going to eat a lot of food. It's going to be good. And then Christmas, there's presents and everyone loves each other, theoretically. And then... New Year's is fuck yes, this year is over. And then it starts getting, from there on, it starts getting, like, warmer and the days are, like, longer and, like, it's not all. At least starting in, like, February, probably. Okay, so, like, today, like, was it last night or tonight? One of Last night or tonight was the solstice, so that's, like, the shortest day, longest night of the year. So, therefore, from here on out, like, the days get longer. Yeah. And, like, the whole depression, the seasonal depression is, like, the from the lack of sunlight and so we really just like the holidays are just packed in there at the worst months of the year (laughs) so that you don't want to die want to (laughs) die i'm very fun at parties (laughs) y'all is what i'm saying no that reminds me of a meme i sent to my roommate earlier today because it was just it's just rihanna with this in the middle of talk me talking about like the worst most like depressing bullshit that comes into my brain and there's this guy sitting next to her and he's just been in like a fool and it says the people don't want to have sex yeah yeah you should pull your mic yeah. down yeah. oh my bad that's okay there you go we'll work on it that'll be fine oh man so yeah i'm doing two two holiday things because Luckily, the way that the chemo fell was that I've learned a lot about chemo, and it's in a it's in a like wave pattern, right? Like it, you do the chemo, and then it you do, and then the next week you probably do some more, and then like your all of your blood counts and everything, your immune system drops, and the immune system drop for every cycle is only like a few days, so. During those days, it's like, if you get sick, you immediately just go into the hospital for just, like, straight up, like, IV antibiotics. Typically, it's more the bacteria that already lives in your biome that is the problem. But luckily, Christmas in general is at the point in which... Everything is the most back to normal before we start the next, like, cycle. So we do get to have Christmas, which is neat. Like, it's still, we're emotionally and mentally exhausted. Yeah. 
and just like the side effects of chemo, like with like your hair falling out, which I found out is because chemo, the way it works is that it attacks rapidly dividing cell, which is what cancer is just like cell growth unchecked. But mm-hmm. other things that fall into that category are like your hair and nails and like your intestinal stomach mouth lining which is why a lot of people have the gastrointestinal like side effects too and that's like why your hair falls out is it like bucks your hair follicle process up but yeah so we've got one more round but luckily christmas falls in this strong period and then we've got one more time and then hopefully we're done but it's made everything, like, really... We haven't tried to make a lot of plans, right? Because at any point, like, if he, if he gets a fever at all, like, we just immediately get admitted to the hospital. It's so if ands or buts. Like, if his temperature goes over a certain point, it's like, we call the hospital so that as soon as we get there, we just walk back and get admitted because there's no reason to sit in the waiting room or whatever it's like this is just what's gonna happen so yeah it's been hard to like just be like yeah let's like super be in it because it's like at any point it can just be like never mind we're hospital in it but it should be okay and i feel like every time that's like podcast goes up a little bit i'm like oh yeah let's bring it back down with some depressing shit but that's kind of how i've been living the last couple months anyways and i think a lot of other people are going through some really hard times too because a lot of my friends are very timidly reaching out and being like i don't have the spoons for interaction but i see you and i'm just like same (laughs) yeah just yeah Yeah, i'm glad he's like handling it well at least it's been very weird because we also got him put on ad meds around the same time and i think the ad meds have like really helped him regulate his anxiety so he's been a lot more emotional and i'm sure going through chemo makes you emotional as well because like you really like you're having to really look at life right and then like we're going he's still a child so we're going to children's but he's like 17 and there's like literal babies like also there so it's a really big dose of perspective right and we are not going through a super hard regimen or like whatever like his type of cancer is usually very responsive to treatment and it hasn't been it hasn't felt dire it's not great the side effects still suck but it's also like we look at others that are also having to be there and going wow we're really glad we're not that yeah Yeah. like the same day he had his port placed we there was a one-year-old getting the same procedure done and we're just like i'm sitting there going i don't know if i could do that because at least he understands what's happening like he knows why we're doing the things that we're doing but it's just been a really weird fucking holiday because it's like everything is still happening even though we're going through the absolutely unnatural situation like yeah and life is still just going on and we're just like 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. Man, editing this podcast is going to be fun. I, I did also go to a our poly Christmas party that oh, I like I forgot to mention because I forgot about it the oh, day no. of. I knew about it. My partner told me about it earlier that week and then we had a whole bunch of drama happen in the middle of moving and I just literally just right over my head. Yeah. And then he was literally texting me all day. Like he was going to see me. It was like, I'm wrapping up at work and I'm going to head home and shower. And I'm like, good for you. Cool. <laughs> I'm glad that you're finished for the day. And he's like, yeah. And then I just got out of the shower. So I'm pretty much ready. I can come get you whenever you're ready. And I'm on my way home. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a gift because we had dirty Santa. Yeah. So. I was like, but me and him have both been very not social. So we literally went to the party, had a couple drinks, did Dirty Santa and left. Yeah. <laughs> and I actually ended up with his Dirty Santa gift on accident. Oh, no. Was it a good one? And it, I mean, it, it, yeah, the first one I got was actually whiskey. It was like apparently really fancy whiskey, but I hate whiskey. I don't do whiskey. And I'm like. I opened it, and I'm like, cool, and everyone's, ooh, and I'm like, cool, and then the next person came over and snatched it, and she's, I'm so sorry, and I'm like, no, please, yeah, I don't like whiskey, so I, the next one I picked was my partner's, and it was just this little Bob Ross bobblehead with painting thing, bacon band-aids, and three pairs of cat socks. Ah, nice. I love it. And kitten feet. So, yeah, that's, that's pretty much all that we've done. I've got to cook for work and finish up my Dirty Santa gifts, or not Dirty Santa, Secret Santa. Yeah. That's, That's what, what I've been working, working on today. Yay, holidays. That was half har half sarcastic. Half sarcastic. <laughs> okay, give me two seconds. I gotta run to the bathroom or I'm gonna die. Okay. Um, and then I have to pee too. Good call. Okay. I'm back. Welcome back. I've decided that the last bit we should be super positive. Yes. yes. So. Yes, we should. Poly holidays. Let's talk about positive. And maybe, I don't know, we can talk about memory. I don't know. Whatever. Let's just. Let's not talk about what is. Let's talk about what has been or what could be. Okay. Or things that we're, like, grateful for or thankful for. Because we didn't have a Thanksgiving episode either. We said, here's a post-Halloween, and then we fuck out, fucked off for Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true, we did. Oh. Well, I'm grateful for everything that I have list, I listed earlier. It's just that I, this past year, I have made so much progress with a lot of different things. And I'm just in a much better place than I was a year ago. And I have a great support system. and. That's part of why I'm trying to embrace the Christmas spirit, because as 
shitty as things can be and are in some ways, they're so good in other They really are. And, like, I have to agree. Is like, I feel like things are, the obviously aren't ideal, but I wouldn't want to be with any different group of people. Like, I am very grateful for all of the things that I have. I'm grateful for Cass's family who accepts us, like, even though we're absolutely not at all what they expected their child to be involved with. I'm grateful that you and I have reconnected, which was literally the last thing that anyone ever saw coming. I'm grateful for reconnecting with V, which is honestly just one of those things that you just wish that you could have and you never thought that you could it's how that's in job is everything that i wanted it to in the beginning it what it is so much better than what i could have thought to ask for yeah Yeah. that's exactly how i feel about my partner and which i feel like i'm sad yeah and i'm (laughs) really happy for both of us because like these this past year has been so much more than we ever thought we could have right everything has just been really stable and very calm and very solid and even though really hard things have happened like you were living in your car and then like you lost your car and it's been really rough and you've had all that family drama and I've had all my family drama and my kids going through chemo and my partner lost his job and it's like all that was really stressful but it was always still okay because Mm -hmm. the support systems that we have built in the past year or so have been so extraordinary that even though it was hard we weren't alone and we weren't without support and like that's what Polly has really given my life is just we had a whole episode about how like the whole thing about Polly was it takes a village and like I think that we're rebuilding that village mentality with rebranding it as polyamory or whatever but it's really just people giving a shit about people other than like their like life mate it's like we're all just trying to care about each other and take care of each other and but i don't know it's been pretty fucking awesome like dick stuff yeah like like i was was telling my roommate the other day it was like I'm really glad that it's us that ended up living together and not other people right. in my life that it could have been because it's honestly a better situation than I could have really expected. And, you know, it's just, it's still fresh, but it's been working very well. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I think Polly in general gives you that ability to, like, 
just keep giving people chances, right? Like, not the same people over and over, but, like, just people in general. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, mm-hmm. we're not... Let, more and more, we're less likely to have set expectations for a thing. And it's, let's just accept this person as they are and what they are in our life. And that's enough. And we don't have to... Mm-hmm bend people into this idea of what we think we need we can just be and we can let other people be and then it's Mm -hmm. just all additive right like it's all additional benefit or goodness or just experience to our already complete selves we're not yeah. trying to fill voids because we're realizing that we're we're enough on our own and everything else is just extra, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's fun because my roommate has been asking about Polly as well. Like she's been asking me questions about our dynamic and all that. And she's I think she's Polly. I think the way she thinks is Polly. It was just been a matter of figuring it out because she now she's been bringing it up to her people that she's been seeing. And yeah. she's, hey, do you know about this concept? It's so, so weird for me to think about people who don't, who aren't aware of Polly anymore, right? Because mm-hmm. I've been doing this for a long time. And, but even for me, I was trying to do this before I knew that it existed, right? I was just failing monogamy. And just finding out that this was a concept was very freeing in that it opened up so many doors of of options, I guess. Of We don't have to be any one thing. We can just be, which has been my whole, yeah. like, my whole vibe, right? Is like, why can't we just be? Yeah. yeah. But... I'm not saying that there aren't, like, straight-up monogamous people out there, but I don't know if there are straight-up monogamous people out there in the current situation of American capitalism because there's not a way to just be a nuclear family in America while also dealing with late stage capitalism while also dealing with the fact that there are so many cycle breakers happening because we're all interconnected now and we're all having to learn that we don't have to deal with toxic relationships or abuse dynamics that have been passed off as normal so i feel like polyamory is just this the safe space or like the the open arms that maybe like the queer community was a few years ago for people who were obviously not straight or not cis like once you got into to the lgbt community you just felt this like acceptance that you had none anywhere else and i feel like that maybe that's where we're at for a lot of other people with polyamory is where that umbrella like open arms acceptance f- 
for a bunch of the other outcasts. It's like, it's, you don't have to be like gay or trans or whatever or to be accepted. You just have to be a black sheep in general if you just want to. Right. If you're not accepted, then you'll find someone who accepts you in this group probably there's we're very establishment i think and that's (laughs) i think that's what's needed right now is we're in a place where like the old status quo doesn't work for a lot of people it's like you can't even afford to live as like a monogamous couple with kids in most of america so what are you supposed to do Yeah. yeah i don't know i'm just trying to tell people that they can be whatever they want and it's fine as long as it's not hurting other people it's like exactly that's polyamory you can do whatever you want as long as you're not hurting other people i think that's what the definition should be yeah pretty much i started trying to write i'm this year i'm gonna write i'm gonna write something i'm gonna publish something i don't know what's gonna be it i have four books started of four different genres (laughs) And I'm making myself write, like, a hundred word a day, theoretically, on any of them, because any progress is better than no progress. But one I've been thinking about how much I want to write a day, because I have a similar goal, so I've been trying to figure out a practical daily or weekly goal. I think the first goal, that the lowest goal you can have is, like, anything is better than nothing. And being, like, an ADD brain that that is what i fall back on more often than not is that any progress is better than no progress but part of the thing is like i'm a pretty legitimate poly person at this point i've been doing it for fucking 15 or 20 years now and at this point polyamory that is the experts are the people with lived experience, right? So I'm starting to try to put together thoughts about that. And even in the first chapter, I'm like, what is Polly? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Where do you start? So I think just What is like, it not? Like, <laughs> I think just like, you can do what you want as long as it's not hurting anyone is probably going in my book is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, there, there you go. go. What are your goals for next year? Ooh, I had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day. I'm trying to get healthier. So I'm trying to drink more water. I think I have to drink three water bottles a day now. Make more art. Which I'm actually currently Which I'm actually currently doing. I showed my roommate because I was like, I hadn't told my boyfriend that I like do this thing. And my Sorry. I know. No, he knows now. (laughs) No, it's because you know how my roommate can sing. I'm still trying to get them in contact with my kid. Yeah, Yeah, she wants to come to Knoxville anyways, so it's probably going to happen. And that's what she wanted to do anyways, was do uh, vocal instruction. So it's perfect. But no, we were talking about that, and I was like, you've got this stupid human trick that you can do. You just... Like, I've never heard anything like that in person. And I was like, since I know that about you now, I do a thing. And I haven't done it in five years, but I do it. 
and I showed her pictures, and she had the same reaction that I had about her singing. She's what the fuck? So that's part of what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to figure out what it is I want to do because I use so many different mediums that, like, I think I get overwhelmed with, like, different possibilities. So I'm planning back into painting right now. You're really good at that. There are paintings that you did in the past that I was, like, legitimately upset that I couldn't have. I was just (laughs) like, oh, that one with the hair, like, that you did when you lived across the street, and it had, like, the pink-orange yeah background like i i still think about that sometimes and i'm just like oh that was so good like i gave that one to Haley's mom that's a good place for it i'm glad but yeah that's what i wanted that's another thing i wanted to do this year and i'm trying to get back to the gym which i've already talked with people in my support group and we're i have a gym at my apartment complex and i have planet fitness membership so i need to get back to the gym and what was the other thing i wanted to work on writing i had i wanted to set a certain goal per like week and like cooking more which is already that's gonna come naturally because i have a kitchen now so i think i feel like there was more but i did i have these plans for this year that's why i'm like more progress and I think the master classes I want to do, which I feel like the whole learning stuff, like, shouldn't even really be, like, part of my goal list because I just am obsessed with it anyways. So, like, maybe I should focus on things that I have a hard time with. I think we, I think that, I think we're in a period of history where I think people just need to focus on their passions, right? Like, it's, and I mean, technically your passion can be learning because I think that's what mine is. I think that I just want to know stuff. Like, and I'm really doubling down on attempting to be bilingual. And I found a system that really works for me. And you can find it by looking for... Oh, God, now I'm going to blank on it. It's called the thinking method. And I think the other thing is called language transfer. And it focuses on basically taking what you already know and correlating it to what you're trying to learn. So I've been trying to learn Spanish for 10 years and still (laughs) and felt like I wasn't getting anywhere. And then I found that this language transfer thing and it starts working on the vocabulary that is almost exactly the same or the rules that take like English vocabulary and just switch it and literally within a month like my ability with language like Spanish is like earlier when I was telling you for whatever reason my phone was translating that that page into Spanish like I could comprehend what it was saying and I was like okay this is fine whatever and the amount of progress I've made in a month is completely overshadows the amount of progress I made in 10 years. And it's, that's how my brain works. And I've realized that I'm like, I've absolutely already fallen in love with this man. His name is Mihalis. I love him. It's just like my brain always takes information, new information, and connects it to something that I already know. So it's like I have this like absolute glorious ability to connect dots that other people don't like i can connect engineering to language to music to like 
psychology in a way that other people or like even like spirituality like even when I was going through yoga school like they'd be like this concept and I'd be like oh like that other thing and they would be like Mm -hmm. what and I'd be like it's literally just like the psychology thing that I read about and they would be like sure (laughs) but it just and even when I tripped on mushrooms this year I was already pretty sure that I was like, I, because like other people would be like, who had done psychedelics would be like, you don't understand. It's so transcendent and there's just this and that and this. And I'm just like, but everything you're saying makes sense to me because it aligns with this and that and this that I've already studied in whatever mm-hmm. field or whatever, like psychology or like. I did like a religions class and it's just like literally everything is saying the same thing in different words. And everybody would be like, no, but you don't understand. And I'm like, I really think I do. And then I trip. (laughs) And it was literally just some of it was like so much more than I than than I thought that it could be like, but not in a way that like contradicted anything that I knew it was just like I was on the right path but there's so much more to it but the the so much more is just you can't you don't have the language to explain it right but it still isn't any different than what I was already accepting so like some people come back and they're like my life has changed and like I came back and I was like it was just a confirmation it was like I knew where we were going, but it is so much more than you can comprehend. Like, it's in, it was, anyway, long story short, I have an ability, my brain works in learning that I connect dots that other people don't connect. And like, this language transfer thing, one of my dreams is to be a polyglot, which poly, haha, funny, is just multilingual and so much closer to that because it just takes, it teaches you how all these languages originated from the same place and it Mm -hmm. tells you how they veered off into different branches Mm -hmm. and that's absolutely how my brain works is just tell me the things that that fit and i'm excited so like my goal is to be straight up bilingual by the end of the year which i'm absolutely sure i can do but then after i do spanish I'm going to branch off French because French, this is going to be probably really offensive, but to me, French is just drunk in Spanish because a lot of they're both romance languages and they both veered off like very early from each other. And a lot of French is based on the same base vocabulary. It's just different. And I love listening to French. French. I I listen to French French ASMR because ASMR glow is French Uh so she does a lot of her she'll do them in French and I love listening to them more than I like listening to the English ones because I'll just my brain just listens to the flow because I don't really know what she's saying yeah (laughs) I just think it's such a lovely language it's my favorite it's gonna be a lot different because it is a lot the same but it's also a lot different and then once you get into French like it's that opens up like I think Spanish and French opens up a lot of opportunity in america because like we have the latin countries below and then we have like french canadian culture above us 
But then, even though, like, it's just, like, Latin cultures and, like, French-Canadian, like, cultures, like, in our little, like, continent, like, France and Spain also are in Europe, which that opens up a whole nother, like, aspect. So I think just even being trilingual with French and Spanish is ridiculous. But then the other half of English is German, is German. And mm-hmm. so I'll probably do Spanish, French, and then German, which has literally nothing to do, almost nothing to do with the Romance languages, but it's mm-hmm. the other half of English. So that would also be very easy to build off of my English vocabulary. So I think that even just having those three languages before even getting into the Middle Eastern or, or Asian languages mm-hmm. would be would open up so many different avenues and just like even just being multilingual or bilingual in general opens up so many avenues in america because it's like you don't have to prove anything other than you're functionally like communicative in that language and Mm -hmm. one of my problems in life is i know a lot of things but i've done it all as a individual learner so i don't have any quote-unquote proof that I'm good at anything, but, like, I know a substantial amount of things that other people don't know. So it puts me in this weird individualized area where I know that I'm in, I know that I'm smart in a lot of different ways, but I can't, quote, unquote, prove it. Like, (laughs) right. So it's like, I'm just a better individual learner. Like, I will literally spend hours of the day like more hours of the day than anything else just fucking reading or learning or like trying to figure shit out but because i don't do it in an institutionalized way i'm unworthy of attention so that's been the thing that i'm fighting against now is valuing my own worth even though Mm -hmm. i don't have a piece of paper to prove right right that i am that i know things like and now i'm getting to, i mean after so, so long of building, building this like, like your skill is going to speak for itself yeah and, and it's funny you were talking about all these other languages i think if i reached into any like learning other languages i would probably want to study latin again because i really like to be able to break apart words and understand what they mean Latin is one that I did in high school as well. I did, I did too for a very short while. That was my foreign language and in, in, that I graduated with was Latin. Do I feel like I know anything about it? No. But we read the Tao of Pooh and Revelations in Latin, which was like really representative of my personality in general, but just like my generation is that's the two things that we democratically pick in our Latin class to read was like, Buddhism by Pooh Bear and the worst, most ridiculous, horrible part of the Bible. And we read them both in straight Latin. And it was like, yeah, this adds up. And I don't really remember a lot. And I'm going back in Duolingo for Latin too, because like it is a base language for a lot of languages of the world. But if you look up the language transfer app, completely free don't have to pay anything spanish is technically like street latin it is the modern equivalent of latin and so therefore 
it's pretty easy to learn. The whole thing starts out with being like just teaching you the way to take English vocabulary and switch it to Spanish gives you like 3,000 Spanish words. And that's more than enough to be conversational. But also then like you take it a step further and that's like a whole bunch of words in French because there's just about as many words in French that are pulled from Latin. And there's like, a th- is English the third romance language? I feel like there's a third romance language that actually might be English. But yeah, it's been super fun. And I'm definitely like a perfectionist. So it's like, it wants you to go straight through the whole course and not take notes or like really worry about stuff. But I'm like, yeah, that's not for me. I'm going to, I need to be, my brain is, if we're not perfect, we're not good enough. Oh no. So I've went back a few times and I've been like, okay, let's re-listen to these five episodes. But I've already, I've already got, and then you can watch, we might cut this part out, but because, but if you watch Spanish reality TV, it's so cool because they only use like the same 100 words every time. I'm watching Catfish Mexico and I'm watching Catfish Colombia. And they only use like the same 100 words for every episode. And it's relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, love, forever, always, lying, what are you doing, right. how are you? Like, it's been so cool. And now I'm to the point where yeah. like, I can watch a lot of Spanish reality TV and get the gist of what's going on, even if I'm mm-hmm. like, not like a thousand percent sure. I only know the word lying because of catfish. It's been, but yeah, it's been super fun anyway. Editing this episode's gonna be insane. Yeah, we're what almost ninety-five minutes, an hour and thirty-four minutes. But I'm gonna yeah. try to keep it like like more positive than negative, and it's my fault that it's more negative. But also, it's been a hot minute, and my life is a fucking train. I think, I think you get a pass okay. considering it's a roller coaster. <laughs> in hell (laughs) because it's so not cool but like also i don't feel like i can complain right because okay aaron lost his job but also he found one making more money than the job he lost so it was stressful but worked out and it's like connor is going silver lining like Connor's going through cancer, but it's also one of the tamest ones, and we have the tamest fucking chemo protocol. So it's it's not great, but also it's not horrible. Like it's like everything is just just not good enough to be stressful, but also not good enough to be like everyone take pity on us. We're not in dire straits. But we're also, like, not real great. But there's a ton of people who have it worse. It's, I'm not worried that my child is dying. But he's also not having a great time. Like, (laughs) it's, this is all really awful. But, like, I, I am aware of how much worse it could be. Is how... I'm coasting through the last few months, so it makes it really hard to relate. It's, right. I don't want you to feel sorry for us because we're going to be okay. Like, we know we're going to be okay. It's just real not fun while it's happening. So it's like, there's not really anything anyone can do, 
But also, I don't want to, I don't have a lot of energy. I don't want to talk to anybody. I appreciate everyone. But also, please go away. But, still is but also, going. fuck off. <laughs> so, it's just a weird, I'm very grateful, but also, fuck off. Very tired. I'm very tired. I don't want to deal with people, like, and it's like, that's, it's just that weird, it's that weird, everything is okay enough, but not okay enough for me to be there for other not people. Not have a mental breakdown right? a little bit. It's mm. like, I'm maintaining barely. Don't need me. Like, it's been like the... Don't, like, don't, don't blow too hard in my direction. Right? It's just been like, <laughs> I am, I'm existing. I don't need anything. I need you to not need me. I need you to not be mad at me. I need you to not, like, look at me too hard. But I don't need you to do anything other than be gracious about the fact that I'm just not available. Like... I don't know. And COVID fucking sucks still, too. Because it's like, I want to be out and doing things and stuff. Because, like, my kid is stable enough. But also, like, we have we have the highest COVID and flu numbers of a long yeah. time. And it's, I would like to be out in the world. But also, I don't, I can't afford to get sick. Like, it's not going to kill my kid. But it's going to make everything... It's going to disrupt that balance, that very delicate balance that I have of being yeah. able to still do all the things I need to do. And it's just really hard to explain that, okay, technically I could do this thing, but if one more bad thing happens, like the tower falls. Like it's just, <laughs> we are maintaining this glass house of cards. And it's a very beautiful glass house of cards, but like just one wrong thing and just everything just <laughs> is just lost. <laughs> I don't know how to explain that to like everyone in my life. <laughs> I feel that though. Just one minor inconvenience. It's like, I get it. Like you want to go to the weekend orgies and I feel you. I also would like that, but... If my kid gets a fever, I have to spend the next week in the hospital. So maybe I'm going to wait a few months before I go to the orgies. <laughs> just a few months. It's just weird. I don't know. It's just like, if like my boyfriend is, I want to go to this show at the pilot light. And like, it's okay. I get you. Like shows at the pilot light are pretty, pretty fucking bomb most of the time. But the pilot light is like the size of my living room. And there's 50 yeah. people in there, and they're all just, like, breathing yeah. on you the whole time. And if That was the only reason I didn't like, like that venue was because it was so freaking tiny. And it's like, if you get ill, and then I get ill, then that, like, just the domino effect. It's just... Yeah, yeah. House, house of Cards. So done. much. Like, I get it. <laughs> like, I also want to go out. Like, I am very social and i am very i want theoretically in the best of circumstances when we're all passing around 
scary like viruses and or whatnot i want everyone to love me and want to be with me and think that i'm awesome and i will make out with literally anyone probably sans covid sans blue sans cancer child like we're just not living in that situation where we can be all free love like the 60s and it sucks yep, yep. <laughs> indeed we didn't snap out covid when we should have and being social is a risk currently like life is hard if we just stop putting money into wars and put money into medicine and fucking global warming we can all have this utopia that it's right there i can see it it's just everyone's like no we would rather think the worst of everyone yeah. and not do anything about it. If, let's just give Elon Musk every dollar that exists on the earth because that sounds like a good idea. Gross. He's obviously well adjusted in making the best decisions. <laughs> Clearly. Yes. So yeah, and then when all that came out, I was like, shucks, I guess I have to stop using Twitter that I never... I'm too long-winded for Twitter. <laughs> I love the concept of Twitter, and I loved that it gave you access to people that you never would have had access to to begin with. Because it's like a thousand years ago. Not really. Ten years ago. Like, my... V got Felicia Day to tweet at me. Felicia Day has tweeted at me like and i was just like that wouldn't have happened otherwise navarro tweeted at me once Ooh, good job he was correcting my spelling though so it oh okay so really that's like great. when wayne brady got mad at me on twitter or not twitter yeah um, so i remember that TikTok <laughs> and fucking yelled yeah. at me and now i'm just like eternally wounded <laughs> For my life. I, I mean, that one was super weird. Cause it was, was like, so why weird. You, like, you don't even, he's got some stuff going on. Cause he got really, he got really so upset mad. over something that like, you, he doesn't even know you. And he was very upset. He was like, like fuck Whoa. you and your mom. And I was just like, I think you should probably call your therapist, but. <laughs> I'm still so upset because I love him so much. I always loved him. I love him. And but like, he was very upset. And because, okay, long story short, I implied Polly in his direction because he and his baby mama and her husband have such a good co-parenting relationship. Like, I implied Polly and he fucking flipped out in like how, how dare, dare you right it was so bad and i was just like y'all i was well buddy just you, i think that there's something going on there i was just <laughs> trying to compliment you but you hit a hot button apparently i did and i'm just like no every time i see him i like it hurts because i just i loved him so much uh my life Maybe one day. Maybe if I ever get to meet him in person, I'll be like, hey, do you remember that time? Speaking of famous people that is possible to meet in person, our ex for our last Valentine's Day that we were together got me a cameo from Pendulet. And it was the greatest thing I've ever gotten. 
And like he had to pay for a thing that I got for him for free, right? Because I got me to to send him a personalized message just because I'm really good mm-hmm. at talking to people. But he paid for Pidgeot to give me a message, and the message in itself is all about how me and our ex are going to get married one day. Obviously, didn't happen. But my current partner, my current new partner, might possibly get me the opportunity to meet pendulet at one point because (laughs) shared social circles and if that ever happened i will probably get arrested oh Oh, no there are certain people (laughs) in the put your hands in your pockets look i read all pendulet's book this man i know far too much about this man and his proclivities and his mm, so i don't know see <laughs> but me pendulet way high up in my list of things that could possibly <laughs> happen but also i might get arrested do we need to record a an ending thing yeah probably also like i think that i asked you what your goals for the year were and then i didn't talk about mine because i went in the spanish thing but do it just for the possible editing possibility because i don't know what the fuck's gonna happen is yeah this is almost two hours long now look guys we got it's been a minute my goals for next year is just to fucking be happy and possibly be yeah multilingual by the end of it and have confidence in myself because I feel like I deserve that at this point. I do. I got skills. I got things. Like, I'm currently taking classes and going, I already knew that. Fucking, let's just do it. Let's just fucking take it. Hey, that's how I feel whenever I watch the behavior panel sometimes. It's like, they'll explain stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, I called that one. I have two different topics now. I've started classes, quote, quote, unquote, classes about. I've been like, yeah, of course. Like, I knew that. Like, some places I'm like, I already know that quote for quote from this other place. So I feel like I just need to. I need to figure out what I am. And I'm going to make business cards. And I think I've just decided that I'm just going to make different. Uh, iterations of my business card that say different things and just give them out based on whatever I think is more appropriate to the situation. Like, starting from, like, muse to consultant to liver of life to, like, generalist to fucking Amazon amazing dominatrix lady. Whatever. (laughs) Like, I would have 12 different business cards just for any situation. But anyway. Are you talking about business cards for my life just for when i meet people it's like i feel like i need to be able to give people my information and to be like for a long time <laughs> i was like dreamer of dreams this is just gonna be what it is but it's like yeah also like why can't i have 12 different things no one said i can't so that is, that is some fat sage that is so fascinating anyways i hope you get that but room yeah, taken some- here I know. Yeah, me too. Uh, All right. So, Tales from the Polycult, end of the year review. Everything is awesome and terrible. Yeah, you should, you all should leave us a review for a Christmas present. That would be wonderful. Because I'm totally going to know where to look for those at. And tell your friends. 
if you love us, tell your friends. If you hate us, tell your friends. If yeah. you're indifferent, tell your friends. Because next year is going to be yeah. fucking baller. Because I... If you think we're the worst people ever, tell your friends. Right? They have to come decide for themselves. And we will see you exactly. next year. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for checking us out. Don't forget to follow us on our socials. Just search Polycult on Instagram and Twitter. That's Polycult, P-O-L-Y-C-V-L-T. You can also shoot us an email at polycultpodcast at gmail.com or just leave us a rating wherever you're listening. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Tales from the Polycult. This has been Indy and Jay, and we'll see you next time.